welcome back to Cool Girls Only. Hey, Jord. How are you? I'm so good. How are you, Mads? I'm good. It's February. Like, I can't believe it. Wow. Yeah, it is February. Dry January is behind us. It is. Are you having a glass of wine tonight? I am not. I'm about to drink some herbal tea and hopefully go to bed at about 8.45. So (laughs) I love that for you. I love that for you. I'm in the same boat to be completely honest. Like, well, I already said I'm still doing dry February too, but I'm really in no rush. Like I honestly feel so good. Yeah. Same. I mean, I'm sure we have Valentine's day plans. We're going to go to Keens and do a little V day celebration. Caleb got promoted. So we're going to celebrate his promotion then too. And we bought some wine, um, to be sent here from our Portugal trip, like months and months ago. And we've been storing some bottles for special occasions. So we're going to break one open for that. So I'm excited. I'll definitely drink in February, but I don't know. I'm not like same as you, not really in a rush. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Promotion, Valentine's Day. I've never been to Keens. I know you said that was one of your favorites. Yeah. You know that, you know, we didn't do, we didn't eat out in January either. Oh, yes. I've been meaning to ask you about that. Yeah. How did that go? Really? easy. Honestly, I don't know how. And like, I agree. A lot of people I've texted about it have asked like, which is harder, not drinking alcohol or not eating out. I would have thought for me, not eating out would have been easier and the alcohol would have been harder, but I don't know. I I honestly think it's been oddly really good on both fronts. And I'm surprised Mm -hmm. by that. Like, I think we don't give ourselves enough credit for what you can do. I mean, honestly, we don't eat out a lot in the first place. So that helps dramatically. Like for context, we probably, and this includes takeout. Like this isn't just sit down restaurant. This includes like going to the market and grabbing a quiche from Devotion. Yeah. um, Or I miss that quiche. No, uh, Cafe Davenon. Cafe Davenon. Yes. Mm. Oh my God. That quiche Lorraine (laughs) is so... Delicious. It's like $12 though, for some reason. It's $12 for a mini quiche and a side salad. And every time the guy's like, Do you want the side salad? And I'm like, Yep. I just paid $12. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Takeout is hard because I mean, I feel like I don't go out to eat that often, but takeout is like a constant. So that's tough. Like no Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, and you probably saved so much money. Like, I feel like we saved a lot of money this month and kind of unintentionally cooked more and didn't eat out as much and get takeout as much. And like, I just felt like we saved so much money. It's absurd. We definitely did. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's so easy to spend money, especially if you live in a big city. I mean, every time I walk outside of my apartment, it's like Starbucks, Chipotle, Five Guys, a market, like Mm -hmm. all of the above. It's so tempting. I know. It's like so hard, especially when you don't like plan in advance. And then it's like so easy to just say, "Hmm, I'm just going to get sweet green or something, which Mm -hmm. is ridiculous because I mean, I get sweet green semi often, but I just like every time I buy it, I'm like $15 a salad like it, it hurts a little I know it is so good though a salad so made good. for you is just always gonna taste better than when yeah. you make it yourself always I've tried to recreate the salads from sweet green which shouldn't be too hard because they're vegetables and sweet potatoes and shit 
Um, I think it's all in the dressing. I was going to say the dressing is the hardest part because people don't realize how much shit is in salad dressing. It's like really bad. There's usually a ton of sugar in salad dressing that's super tasty. So trying to make it at home is it's never never going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's unfortunate, but no, that's exciting. So are you going to continue like eating out less or is February like back business as usual? I think the I think the vibe <laughs> is eating out less. Um and when we do eat out, like really, really enjoy it. Like Keens. Keens will mm-hmm. be expensive. It'll be nice. It'll be delicious. It'll be all the things. But because we're doing that, I probably won't eat out for the first two weeks of February. Or if I did, it'd be like nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, we're going to um also, if anyone, if you guys don't know, you probably don't. My birthday is on Valentine's Day. So it's like super hard to get a reservation usually. And I just like honestly kind of hate it because it's just always so busy and, you know, it's my birthday. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of shitty. But I did get a great reservation at this new restaurant that opened, Lay Select. It is the same chef as Lay Cuckoo in New York. Um, he's opening yeah his his uh french restaurant i guess he's from chicago area so i'm so excited it literally just opened the last weekend in january so pumped that's yeah that's gonna be our well not my joe is paying for it but his big (laughs) restaurant splurge i guess of february um yeah i'm i'm just very excited and i haven't decided either if i'm gonna drink because you know i said i'm gonna do dry february so it'll just We'll just see how the vibes are. Like if I'm feeling really vibey in this beautiful new French restaurant, I might have to get a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. I know. But we shall it's, see. Uh, I know. It's a it's bizarre. I've been thinking about it a lot ever since we had our several episodes around like alcohol. We've been talking about dry January a lot. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to be more our favorite word, intentional. I'm trying to be more intentional about my alcohol intake and just like same, like you said, if I'm in the mood, if I'm feeling it, if I want to have a drink and I'm, and the reasons why I want to have a drink are totally valid and okay, then I'm going to do so. But like, I'm really sick of, I think for me, the hardest one is social settings and everyone getting a drink and me just feeling like I need to, even if I don't feel good or I don't want to, it's that kind of stuff I like need to rein in. Yeah, I know. It's so, it's tough. And like, luckily there weren't really any happy hours at my work in January because I think, I think people were doing dry January and it was just a quieter month in general for like people going to the office, but already on like February 1st, there was a happy hour on the calendar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're back to the real world where it's like going to be tough in those situations to figure out what I want to do, but whatever, we'll, we'll deal with it when we get there. I am. Yeah. I just still can't believe January is over. I like finished my second book of the year, like, and I'm pumped. Like I'm finally on track. I didn't think I was going to do it, but we are staying on track this year. I'm excited. Love that. Yeah. I'm reading the queen right now. And how is it? It's it's really good, but honestly, like I think I said this to you too, it's very biased towards the queen. Like yeah, yeah. there are clearly situations that, for example, as a royal enthusiast like myself, um, watching the crown and like really trying 
not trying, but just like casually educating myself on the royal family. There's obviously so many controversies throughout her entire life, but she certainly, this author certainly minimizes some of the controversies throughout the book and Mm. things that I feel probably could have had more explanation. They just kind of skate over and it makes me wonder like, what really Mm. happened? What are we missing here? (laughs) Yeah. Like just so... I'm just so curious about the royal family. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm reading Spared like, next. There's a lot that, yeah, I need to read Spared. That's also on my list. Um, Yeah, no, I love the crown. And I feel like, I mean, I want to believe that the crown, like, is very true and realistic. But that's just my opinion. I know. Well, and that's where I think it gets hairy is because there are things in this book and this biographer is like well-known he's done multiple books on the queen and the royal family in general like he cites all of his shit it's obviously a little more backed up than the crown is i think at points and it's hard because the crown is so entertaining and i've seen it literally like at least three times that i just assume those storylines are true but then you know reading some of these like books it's like dang i wonder how much they've dramatized in that entire show i just feel like there's so much mystery around the royal family it's so interesting there is there really is it's very interesting i don't know and the more i think about it and i don't know how you feel about this because you as you said are a royal enthusiast i am kind of in the viewpoint of like how does the royal family still exist (laughs) like why is this still a thing but it's very that might interesting. be another episode. We may need to have an entirely dedicated episode to discuss our thoughts on the royals. I really love that. I think it'd be a solid episode. Let us know, you guys. DM us. Yeah. Let us know. Are you Email interested us in you, this? If you're here. interested. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But getting into this episode, I'm so excited. This is kicking off February with our new confidence series. So we have three episodes coming out all about confidence. This first one is specifically just kind of us talking about how confidence has impacted our lives and like five specific ways to boost your confidence like right now. So excited. And I think this, um, this episode, we both talk about our own experiences, but we also try to get really tangible with some advice. Um, so yeah, hope you guys like it. off our confidence series guys I'm just pumped for the series yeah I'm excited I think it'll be great yes it's definitely something like we talk about often and like how we've used confidence to get things within our own life and this was a requested episode but we kind of decided to turn it into a series because I feel like confidence is in so many different aspects of life but this first episode we're just kind of starting off with using confidence to just live your best life and actual specific ways to actually boost your confidence. Um, So I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I feel like every time we talk about confidence in an episode, we get feedback that people love it and they want more specific like advice and tips and everything. So I'm excited that we're doing 
an actual series. We're going to sit down and record multiple episodes on this and get really, give you guys hopefully really tangible like things that you can do. So I'm, I'm excited and I hope it'll be really helpful. Yay. Okay. Just to kind of kick it off, I guess, when did you first notice that confidence impacted like the outcome of something in your life? And I guess also what opportunities have been given to you because of your confidence? I think the first thing that really comes to mind for me, and I'm sure you're similar is, um, jobs. So like, I feel obviously your experience and the way that you, like what you actually have in your toolbox to bring to a job or to a company is obviously very, very important. Like confidence can't get you the entire way, but surely if you are mostly qualified or fully qualified for a job, I do think confidence fully carries you in and actually ends up getting you the job or not. Like there are so many scenarios where I feel like recently I've been interviewing at my company to hire someone on my team and someone will have an amazing resume with every skill I want them to have. And they completely shit the bed for the interview. And it's so frustrating because it's like, you're clearly so well-versed in these topics. I need you to be well-versed in, but you don't carry yourself with any confidence. And I feel like people will run you over if you don't, you know what I mean? Like, like you have to be able to like stick up for yourself and, and, you know, speak with confidence in general. So anyways, we'll get more into it. We have, we're going to cover like jobs and career and confidence in a later episode in this series, but I think really tangible item job is up there for sure. And then another one for me is my relationship with Caleb. Like we, I don't, I'm sure we would have found each other eventually if it wasn't for me putting myself out there, but I know it wouldn't be as long as we've been together thus far, if it weren't for me being super confident and just putting myself out there with him. Yeah. That's a huge one. Relationships, which is another episode we will cover in this series. And I'm excited about, yeah, those are some good ones. I mean, confidence definitely impacts so many areas of life. Mm -hmm. I'll say definitely similar to you jobs for sure. I feel like my most recent job during that interview process, I feel like I was my most confident. I remember like early in my career, I wanted to find a new job so bad, but I just feel like I wasn't there yet confidence wise. And so I just feel like interviews just didn't go well. And I didn't really know, like, I don't know, there comes a point where it kind of, I feel, feel like it clicked for me where like, I need to be selling myself in the interview, not just like I don't know, spewing out words that don't like mean anything. Like, I feel like I would give answers to their questions, but I wasn't like effectively selling myself. So I think there was kind of a switch there. Um, and then I feel like the other thing that has really impacted my life from confidence is just like how I feel about myself and like my relationship with myself. I think over the past few years, it's just evolved so much and confidence has everything to do with it. I used to be really insecure. And I mean, I still have those days. I can't sit here and say I'm 100% confident all the time. It's just not possible. There's always off days, but yeah, I feel like I just worked on my, myself and my self-talk a lot. And I think that's honestly changed my life. Like, I feel like I used to be so mean to myself and I think we can all relate to this. Like just I don't know. You're definitely your, your worst critic. And some of the things like I would say to myself, like, I just, 
It's so shitty. I I think working on your self-talk is like one of the best things you can do for confidence. So it's really changed my relationship with myself and like how much I value myself, which I think has also impacted my relationships with others, work, my mental health, just like so much. So I think even starting to the point where like thinking about your relationship with yourself, confidence has so much to do with that in itself, which impacts everything. Yeah, I agree completely. I love that you said it has impacted your mental health because I do think I can't imagine living a life where I'm super insecure of everything. I constantly compare myself to others. I have no confidence in myself. Like that would be so depressing. Thank God I don't live that way in my own head because if you do feel like that and you're listening to this, I that is so draining. The emotional toll that would take on you every day comparing yourself to everyone else you see is just horrible. Like it really, I I feel so fortunate that I don't, I mean, like you said, everyone has off days. No one is perfect. It's a practice, not something that you are born with. Mm-hmm. But I really do think like for me, this kind of switch happened, I would say in middle school where I just was like, literally fuck everyone. Like Damn. I'm done caring. Middle school is like <laughs> middle school. I feel like is the peak middle school and high school. I feel like are the peak of like comparing yourself to others. So that's good. You were, you were ahead of the curve. Yeah. I was just like this chubby little girl. I was super into like comedy and you know, I, I just was a weirdo and it, it got to a point where like I was being bullied and I vividly remember, like I stood up to my bully and I was just like, literally, no, like I'm done. I'm done giving a shit what any of you think. I'm obsessed and thank with God. young Jordan. I'm obsessed. I know. <laughs> Wearing like a men's basketball t-shirt and shorts, like listening to God knows what, you know, comedy central thing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh I man. Love it. But yeah, I'm I'm just I'm excited to have this conversation because I, I get so sad thinking about like when you talk about how you used to feel about yourself being so self-conscious. And I know what that's like. I felt that when I was younger, but like I can't imagine living your life like that every day. It it is the most freeing feeling when you stop caring. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I feel like I I'm trying to like remember when the switch happened. Like I want to honestly say that it was like more recent. Like I don't I wouldn't say comparing myself like took over my life, but I feel like Instagram was so it was mm-hmm. really kind of popping off when we were in college. And that's when like Instagram models kind of came like to the surface. And I don't know, things just started changing so much from when we were in high school. Like, I don't know. I feel like in high school, it was like, you just kind of compared yourself to the people around you. And it was, you know, typical high school shit. And then college was just so different. You just, it was like a whole different world and you have social media on top of it. It just felt a little toxic. Um, but yeah, I I feel like I didn't really start this whole journey of like self-awareness and trying to like make my relationship with myself better. I feel like until a recent, like a few years ago. Um, so it's definitely a journey and I totally feel for anyone who's out there who's constantly comparing or just like has a really negative relationship with yourself. Like it 
does get better if you work on it. Like Jordan said, it's a practice. It's not something you're born with. It's not something that you can just like achieve one day and then you're done forever. Like you don't have to do anything. Like it's a, it's work and you just have to prioritize, I think yourself. Like you just really have to put yourself first and stop literally caring what other people think, which is like the hardest thing to do. Oh, it's so hard. It's, it's so hard. And for me, it felt like a switch. And there were times I would agree with you, like in college is probably where it it got the worst it had been in a long time. Like you said, in high school, Instagram was just posting your lunch with a funny caption or you know what I mean? Like high school Instagram was like, it literally had just started. No one was on. You had like 130 followers. It was like the coolest space ever. But in college, it started becoming like, like you said, like influencers started really becoming a thing when we were in college and like everything, every event you did was surrounded by posting on Instagram. And I feel like Instagram's kind of changed now. It's much more like September in review, like here are my shoes on the subway. Like there's, it's (laughs) kind of like almost reverted, which is cool. Yeah. I agree. Um, But yeah, I would say like our college timeline was right, like almost peak shitty version of Instagram. And so like it, it definitely affected me, but I think long-term it was really a switch when I was young. Like Mm -hmm. I just hit a tipping point of not caring anymore and it fully changed my life for the better. Like I just can't imagine being a young girl today having to deal with all the shit that you guys have to deal with. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I guess to get into some ways that we've built confidence, what are like some specific ways that you personally have built confidence or like strengthened your confidence over the years? I think there are three main things I want to highlight. And I think they go in order from like, um, easiest to hardest in my personal experience. So the first thing that I really did that I noticed built my confidence was doing the things that I told myself I was going to do. Like we've already said confidence is something that you need in yourself. It's not something someone can give you. So like you could be a model and everyone compliments you all day, but you could still be insecure and not feel confident in yourself. Like no amount of praise will, in my opinion, build confidence in yourself. It has to come from you. And so following through with the things that you want to do to build that over time has really impacted me. So like when I say, I know I can do this, I know I can do it because I've told myself I can do this and I've actually done it in the past. Like it can be as simple as I'm trying to think of a really easy example. Maybe like I'm going to journal every day for 30 days or I'm going to quit my job because my boss is harassing me and I hate being in this shitty culture. Like doing the things you tell yourself you're going to do will build that confidence over time because you'll start respecting yourself and your decisions more because you have a pattern of that behavior. I love that. Like building respect for yourself. That's so true. It's like keeping promises to yourself. Like I can tell you right now, (laughs) 
all the times on this podcast, I said, I can't wake up early. I can't wake up early when I like make the promise to myself, like, okay, I'm going to wake up, wake up early tomorrow. And I snooze my alarm. Like you just feel like shit. Like you feel like shit. Okay. But recently I've been like actually waking up and I seriously feel amazing. So I feel like that's so true. Like keeping promises and doing things you say you're going to do because then, you know, you can do it. And then who knows what you can do next, really? Right, exactly. So that leads into like positive self-talk. Because again, if you haven't built the foundation of actually trusting that you do what you say you do, positive self-talk, in my opinion, won't be as helpful. So like this is something I use kind of in a pinch, a short-term confidence boost before an interview or something like look at myself in the mirror and be like, let's go. You got it. Like, let's do it. You can do this. And I, it's more impactful because I've already built that foundation of like, I do have confidence in myself. I know that I've done the things before that I told myself I was going to do. Here we go. Like hype myself up. Um, lastly, I think this is probably the most difficult and it's probably like the biggest thing that will impact your life for the better, but I don't know exactly how it happens is stop giving a fuck about what other people think of you. Like, I just don't understand. (laughs) Like, I know it's annoying listening to me right now because some people might be like, well, that's easier said than done. And the truth is it is easier said than done. It is a practice. It's not going to be easy to stop caring, but like no one gives a shit about what you're doing and if they do really give a shit why do you care like why are you letting it impact you and I just think we overestimate other people's opinions of ourselves like me walking down the street in like a sports bra after a sweaty hot yoga session looking like a beast like no one is (laughs) to look at no one is looking at me and saying to their partner or whatever like friend Oh my God, look at that sweaty beast. Like no one cares. <laughs> Literally. No one is calling you a beast. Let's just. No one. Like, <laughs> like, like no one gives a shit. No one is talking about you like that. And if they are and they're spending their valuable time on this earth with that sort of energy, why would you care about their opinion? Yeah. So it's like, I, I just feel like the least confident people I know in my life have the hardest times with these things. Like they have the hardest time staying true to their word and saying what they say they're going to do. They have the hardest time being positive and like talking about their self in a positive way, or even just accepting a fucking compliment. When someone says you look gorgeous today, don't say, Oh my God, no, I don't. Like I look like shit. I look like a bag of trash. Like (laughs) No, stop deflecting positive stuff that's coming at you. Accept it and and be happy with it. And then lastly, like, just stop caring about what other people think of you. I really, there's no other way to say it, but I, I think the people in my life that have the least amount of confidence really, really struggle with that mindset. Like, they always compare themselves to others. They always think that they're less than than other people they see. And it's just like, one, you can't compare yourself to others. Two, why do you care what other people think of you? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that one is huge. The stop caring what other people think of you. And like, there's literally no steps to take to do that. It literally comes from within yourself. And like, it's a mindset shift. 
I will say I do have a wreck for that specific one. I think it's the, I read the book, um, 101 essays to make you change the way you think. I think that's what it's called. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. It's really, really good. And like, there's just so many different things within that book, but I feel like one of the constant themes is just her saying like, no one gives a fuck what you're doing. Like no one cares. (laughs) No one's thinking about you. Like no one's like thinking about the things you did yesterday. Like that are running through your head. Like no one mm-hmm. is thinking about that there. Everyone is thinking about themselves. Okay. Like yeah. literally everyone's thinking about themselves. So like stop wasting your energy, worrying, worrying about what other people like think mm-hmm. of you. Cause it's just like a waste. So go read that book. If you're struggling with this, because I think that kind of really shifted it for me. Um, but those are really good ones. I have similar ones. Um, one of the biggest ways I've built confidence myself is positive self-talk. As I mentioned, like it's kind of just changed the relationship I have with myself. I used to be very negative, very nitpicky, like nothing was good enough. Um, but now I feel like I'm very positive. And when it comes to anything like interviews, hell yeah. Like I'm in the mirror and I'm like hyping myself up. I was at the gym today and I looked in the mirror and I just said to myself, like, I look fucking good. Like just hype yourself up. Like it's, it's just, it seriously just builds your confidence. It makes you feel good. Like you just, I think that's the first step to like really building confidence. It's just having a a better relationship with yourself. So that's like the biggest one. And then the second one is working on my relationship with myself. So I feel like journaling has helped a lot with that. Just kind of getting everything out on paper, like how I'm feeling and like connecting with my inner self, um, taking care of my body. That's a huge one. I think like taking care of yourself, like just really helps with confidence because you're worth it. You're worth the self-care you're worth going to a workout class. Like you're just putting yourself first, basically and prioritizing yourself. I think those have been really, really big and like building my confidence. Yeah. You're worth it. You're worth it, girl. All right. Where do we struggle with confidence? Where do you think others might struggle with confidence? Yeah. I mean, I think comparison's huge. Um, a huge one for everyone. I also feel like imposter syndrome is a big one for everyone too, especially me. Um, I definitely second guess myself sometimes at work, even this podcast. Like I just kind of find myself questioning, like if anyone cares what I have to say, are my ideas good? Like that's totally normal. Like it's not like we said, it's not like you're going to be confident a hundred percent of the time, but I definitely, I definitely feel imposter syndrome creeping in sometimes. Um, Yeah. And like, there's just, there's going to be off days. And I think that's important to understand. Like, it's so, it's just hard to feel confident every single day, a hundred percent of the time, there's going to be something that kind of throws you off or like, there's just, I mean, if when I'm on my period, sometimes I'm just sad, you know, like (laughs) I'm not confident, like there's going to be days and that's totally fine. I think it's just something you literally have to work, work on like all the time. It's, it's like a mindset. Um, So yeah, I feel like the biggest ones are imposter syndrome and comparison. What about you? I also said imposter syndrome. I think um, there have been plenty of times 
that I feel I've gotten this far, specifically when I think about my career, I've gotten this far because I'm so confident in what I'm saying and what I'm doing, but it also creates the perfect recipe for imposter syndrome because I am inexperienced. By definition, I don't have as much experience as someone who's been working for 10 years. Like that's not always the best definition of experience, but it's true. Like there are plenty of times when I've been told, why are you in this role? I can't believe how young you are. Oh my God. I was still like a coordinator when I was your age, whatever. And it makes me second guess myself all the time. Like, am I worthy to be in this position? Am I too young? Did I just get lucky? Like what's going on? It's so easy for imposter syndrome to creep in on you. And it's really hard to fight. Like it really, really is. Whenever you have someone who's saying like any judgment towards you in general, I just feel like can really attack your confidence because it, it puts you in this imposter syndrome mindset. And it's hard for me personally. It usually affects me for a couple hours or up to a day. And then I get over it. Like I move on and I think, you know what? Even if I'm not qualified, I'm doing as best as I can. I'm doing better than I did yesterday. Whatever. Like, I'll get there. Um, So that's definitely a hard one. I also think social doesn't help me. Sometimes it creates, like, a comparison mindset with others. Um, I don't think about myself or my personal growth or development in any way. I just literally scroll and look at what everyone else is doing and what everyone else looks like, Yeah, which is a recipe for not building confidence. Um, and I also wanted to talk a little bit about like comparison mindset versus growth mindset. So for me personally in my career, this has been really helpful because again, I have felt imposter syndrome so often. And one way to combat, combat that is by, um, having more of a growth mindset. So like a comparison mindset is looking at what you've done compared with everyone else a growth mindset is comparing what you've done and who you are to your past self. So the key here is to work on bettering yourself instead of comparing yourself to others. Um, and I think something I learned at a young age that I still think people who are adults struggle with is like, you don't know anyone else's reality. You only know your own reality. You only know your own personal, mental, physical, financial situation. So why would we ever look at someone else and compare ourselves to what they look like, how much money they have, how much money we think they have. Let's be Mm -hmm. clear. None of us know. Um, So it's very odd that we find ourselves slipping back into that comparison mindset because it's so easy almost to look at ourselves and then look at others. But like you only know your own reality. So don't, you know, when you catch yourself doing that, remind yourself like, who was I a year ago? Like, have I made any better choices, you know, today than I have then? Am I prouder of the way I feel now than the way I feel then? Like always try to compare yourself to your past self and not to other people. And that will help you save yourself from imposter syndrome and also that comparison mindset. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. That's huge. Like just compare yourself to yourself. Also, I feel like with the imposter syndrome of like people kind of coming at you at work, like, oh, like I was here when I was your age or whatever, like that's also like them projecting, like they are either insecure or like jealous, you know, if people are going to say things like that, it's just like, what are you supposed to say? Like, sorry, it's so awkward. My age 
gets joked about constantly at work all the time. Like it's like the, I'm my age is the butt of every joke. And at this point, like I've talked to Caleb about it a little bit because usually it doesn't bother me. It's just like, this is awkward because you're clearly insecure with how old you are. And I'm in a higher position than you are. Like, yeah, this is uncomfortable for you, but there's, I don't know. It, it's a really sticky situation. I just try to keep myself like, you know what? Hopefully they're still saying this when I'm 45 or 55 and yeah, <laughs> they're still shit. calling me the young one. Like what else can I do? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's so crazy. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that's another way to look at it too. Like definitely try not to let it get to you, but also like these people are projecting things in their own life. You know, you mm-hmm. can't take it personally. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Um, okay. One other thing we wanted to talk about before we get into our specific tips is confidence versus cockiness. So I think this is a huge one. And like, sometimes it's hard to differentiate, but I, I found this quote that I thought made a lot of sense. And it said, confidence revolves around self while cockiness is steeped in comparison. So like confidence is your belief in yourself while cockiness is just like, you're, trying to be better than others, basically like Mm -hmm. kind of trying a little too hard to impress people versus being like self-aware and like actually confident in what like you're able to do. Yeah. I really like this definition because you're right. Like confidence revolves around the self in your own self-reflection. And I always say like my advice to some of the newer hires that I have, or like just like some younger people in my life who have come to me for career advice I always say like, be confident in what you know and in what you don't know. Like you can carry yourself with confidence and not know the answer to everything. And that's amazing. Like people like that are so hard to find and we're attracted to people who can be honest about their own abilities and say with confidence, I've done everything I can to figure this out and I don't know the answer. Like help me. I would always rather help someone who says it like that versus just whining. I need help with the situation. Like Okay. Do you not know the answer? What's going on? Have you tried anything? You know what I mean? So having the self-awareness is much more tied to confidence, like you said, versus comparison. I'm the smartest person in this room. I'm the best looking person in this room. Like fuck off. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's always, it always has to do with other people versus yourself. So I thought that was an interesting definition and I never really, I guess, try to differentiate the two, but it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Yeah. Gotta stay humble. That's very true. All right. So to, to kind of wrap this episode up, we wanted to just share our top five ways to boost your confidence. Hopefully. I mean, we've definitely talked about all of these, um, throughout the episode. So hopefully these are tangible and they work for someone. So the first one, which I think Jordan wrote, give yourself some grace. Do you want to expand on this a little? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love these top five. I think we go into each one and kind of explain why we think it's important, but I, I wrote, give yourself some graces first, because I think for a lot of people, the first step into having confidence is we're really hard on ourselves. Like, yes, comparison plays a part. Um, yes. Like not doing what you're saying you're going to do plays a part, but And all of this, if you just take a step back and give yourself some grace, give yourself some credit 
for where you are, because that also plays into your confidence so much. Like you have to be able to recognize where you came from and where you are today and what challenges you face every day that you should not minimize, like never minimize the things that are going on in your life that make it difficult. That's not going to help. Like if you had a shitty day and your boss yelled at you and you call your friend and your friend says, yeah, well, you know, I work double what you work and I get paid less and I hate my life. So fuck you. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear this complaining. Like, no, everyone has shit going on. Everyone has hardships. Like, of course you have to put it in perspective, but I just love this concept because I don't think enough of us, especially young women give ourselves enough grace and enough appreciation for the point that we are in today already. Yeah. Damn. I couldn't even say it better myself. That was 10 out of 10. So true. And that's the number one tip. Um, our next one, as we've talked about is practicing positive self-talk. So go look in your mirror and say something positive to yourself, whether that is hyping yourself up for an interview, telling yourself you look good, like whatever, it will kind of change your mood. It can definitely shift your mindset a little. So I think that's a huge one. And it kind of ties into the third tip, which is fake it until you make it. Sometimes, I mean, I feel like I use this in interviews, faking it until I make it. It's not like faking it until you make it isn't lying. It is just <laughs> kind of like manipulate, manipulating yourself a little, like making myself feel like I'm confident. And I think that's where the self-talk ties in. Like me looking at myself in the mirror saying, I've got this, like, I am going to get this job. I'm going to kill this interview. Like it just makes you believe you're more confident than you maybe are. Um, that's kind of my interpretation of fake it till you make it because you really like, like Jordan said, you have to come off as confident in an interview. Like even if you have all of the qualifications on your resume, if you cannot sell yourself, they're not going to want to hire you or they're not going to understand like why they should hire you. Cause you're not telling them. Um, so I think this concept has helped me so much when it comes to like getting, getting jobs and getting paid what I want to get paid, like just really like pushing for yourself. I think that that's helped me a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. These are, these two are so combined, the practice self-talk and fake until you make it like no one. And we've already admitted this on this podcast. I would say we're pretty relatively confident people and of course, there are so many times in a day, in a week, in a month that I don't feel confident at all, but I cannot let that bring me that low and I cannot stoop back in that direction. Like sometimes, and like you said, it's not faking it. It's putting it out in the universe that you're going to figure it out. Like yes. I might not have it now, but I'm going to figure it out. And there's so many people, we know this works. There's so much research that especially the positive self-talk impacts you so much. Like it's, it's like people who believe in manifestation and not, and it's really hard if you don't believe in it at all, but it's very, very similar in the sense that like, if I tell myself I'm going to get this job, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do well in this interview. I'm going to make more money this year. Like that's moving in the right direction because at least you have your mind prepared for that moment when it happens to you. Whereas if you constantly tell yourself, I'm going to be stuck in my job, I'm not going to make any money, I'm not going to get a bonus this year, I'm going to be unhappy in my relationship, like 
that is the opposite direction. And it, it will literally just manifest itself in your life when you talk like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just so important. And I love that you put like law of attraction next to fake it until you make it because it could not be more true. Like I listened to a presentation. This was two weeks ago at work. Random team did a presentation and I had no idea what this woman was saying. I could not figure out what the hell was on her slide or the words coming out of her mouth, but sure as shit, she sounded like she knew everything. Like she sounded like she had it together. She sounded like every answer, she knew the answer or she'd figure it out quickly. And everyone at the company was like doing like the clapping emojis and everyone was like, oh my God, that was amazing. And I remember thinking, I don't even know what she's talking about, but (laughs) damn, she sounds good. Like she sounds like she's going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I can't emphasize enough the law of attraction with confidence. Like when people carry themselves with confidence, it is so attractive in every sense. And like, it really does pay off. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even some more tangible tips for these two are like journaling and writing down, like, I am confident, like, or, or even reasons that you like yourself or like things that you want to do this year that you're going to do this year. Like just, I think journaling can help so much and literally go on Pinterest and search journal prompts and you'll be flooded with a thousand journal prompts. Um, I don't know. I think, I think that really helps if you like, don't really know where to get started or don't really want to like look in your mirror and talk to yourself. Um, those are, that's like definitely a great place to start. There's like, I'll need to send you this, um, really well-known, like positive self-talk meditation series. And it's all about saying like, I love myself. I trust myself. I believe in myself. Like having your eyes closed, setting yourself in a position that's comfortable, like, but alert and saying those words out loud can actually be really hard for some people. Like it's uncomfortable. You don't like it. Like you feel it in your gut in a bad way. And it's just, it's very eye opening because I definitely think it works to a certain extent for sure to fake it until you make it. But like Maddie said, it's important to build that practice over time because it really does matter. Like it, it, it's reflected in every single day of your life, how you feel mentally, like how you act with others. It's just key. All right. Our favorite one. Number four, we've said it a hundred times. (laughs) Stop comparing yourself to others. Just stop. Even though we've said it's hard. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it's a moment that happens. And like, you just realize one day, like who gives a fuck who cares? Like what, like no one, none of these people are thinking about me. And like I said, that book really, really helped me just understand. Like, I just need to focus on myself. I don't need to be so focused on what other people think of me. It just doesn't matter. Um, I think there was just like a random day that just like clicked I know. I wish I knew like when it happened. I know. Like I, I wish I had like a story. I know. Like I really don't remember. I, I wish, I feel like it was definitely during COVID. Like I just was like, "Hmm, I don't care. I just don't care anymore. I just woke up one day and decided I don't care anymore. (laughs) But yeah, that's a huge one. I mean, we've talked about it this entire time. 
And then the last one is, I would also say a pretty big one and it's don't take things personally. Rejection is redirection. One of my favorite sayings, like, because I feel like rejection can really hit your confidence. Like it, it can just make such an impact. Like if you get, I went through this for so long when I was like trying to find a new job, like I would just get rejection after rejection. And I was just like at a point, like, what is wrong with me? Like it would just hurt my confidence so much. But when you look at it as in like rejection is redirection, like where you are today is a result of some type of rejection. Like I think you're, I think everything happens for a reason. Um, so I think not taking things personally and not letting rejection get to you and like cut your confidence down is another huge tip. Yeah. I mean, rejection is like a punch to the gut and when it happens over and over and over again, it, you're right. It fully can wear you down, but then like in moments where you are feeling really good, think back to all of the things that you were rejected for previously and now where you are. Like there are plenty of things that didn't work out for me in my past. I'm obviously for everyone, for you too, that in the moment you're like, oh my God, this is it. Like this should have happened. Like, you know, this was the direction I was supposed to go in. And you're right. You can't take it personally. You know that it's just not meant to be if it doesn't happen and move forward. Yeah. I mean, you can't plan, like you can't plan the direction your life's going to go in either. I think that's another thing to let go of. And I'm like such a, like, I'm such a planner and I like to like have everything laid out, but yeah, I just have kind of realized within the past few years too, like you can't plan shit. Like life happens and it takes you in directions. (laughs) You just don't expect, like, I didn't fucking think I was going to be living in Chicago. Like I just did not think that, but that's where I am. That's where life has taken me. Mm-hmm. And like, you just have to be open to new things and like what life brings your way. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, don't be so close-minded and like focus on one thing that you can't like see the other opportunities. I think this is getting outside of confidence, but like that <laughs> is also a huge, a huge it's a good life tip. Life yeah. tip. <laughs> but anyways, those were our five tips to boot to boost your confidence let us know if you have any other tips like I'd love to know like any other strategies that you guys have or like books you've read anything like I would love to hear about it let us know yeah all right guys well I hope you enjoyed and we will be back next week with another confidence episode <laughs>